welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I will be talking about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. We are wrapping up season four and I want to do a quick recap on some previous episodes and give you some friendly reminders. My hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. Today is the finale of season four, and every time we get to a finale episode, I'm just kind of baffled at how quickly this season has gone by. In looking back on this last season, there are some episodes that I think have some really useful nuggets, so I would really like to share some of my favorite episodes and some of these little useful tidbits that I hope that you can take with you today listening to today's podcast. Episode one of this season is called Foster Friendships That Last. And I think every episode has some really useful information, but this one in particular is just so relevant all of the time, but especially during this point in time, during this odd period in history, one that we're going to read in history books uh, during this pandemic. I have always kind of prided myself on being a person that doesn't maybe need other people. And for some reason, that was a point of pride for me. And I really realized that it's good to lean on people and it's good to have good friendships and relationships. And I've always had very few good relationships, but it's been especially during this time that I've realized the importance of these people in my lives. And really that we do need each other and we do have so much impact on each other and influence on each other. And it is important who you surround yourself with. These relationships that we have in our lives really do so much for us in a lot of ways. And these relationships are also important for our health, for our mental health, for our emotional health. And when we think about a healthy relationship, what does it need to have? It needs to have good communication. It needs to be open. It needs to be honest. You need to be able to trust the person that you're talking to, that you can be vulnerable. And we really need these in our lives to really keep it together. And I know this because during this time, I have had moments, especially at the beginning of this pandemic when everybody was really social distancing. I really, really missed the interaction uh, that I would normally have with people. And yes, I'm definitely the type of person that I need my alone time. I need my space. I need to be able to have my peace and quiet and uh, recharge, regain my energy. But I also didn't realize how much I need social interaction, how much I need relationships in my life. It's been clearly evident uh, during this time. And through these tough times, you know, at the end of the day, what truly matters or one of the things that truly matters are the people in our lives that we love and care about and that love and care for us. And another thing that is part of these relationships are the deep connections that make these relationships possible. You know, you could only sit and and have small talk for so long. And then there's a a point in time that you have to connect at a deeper level. And at the beginning of all of this, uh, we couldn't really interact. We were left to phone calls, text messages, FaceTiming, and we couldn't go out to the movies or go bowling or go out for a drink or things like that. And so we had to remember what's important and it is that connection and we had to get back down to basics. And, you know, if you can't hold a good conversation with somebody because you're not doing some sort of activity, well, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that relationship. 
this period of time has really given us the opportunity to work on these relationships and really deepen relationships that are good for us. And maybe it's made you realize that some relationships are maybe not good for you. But take this opportunity to really evaluate your friendships and to really deepen the ones that are really good for you and that you want to improve. One of the things that I mentioned in this episode is also that you have to be very intentional. Relationships, just like anything, take some work. They shouldn't, of course, be anything super difficult or something that you dread. It is a little bit difficult sometimes to stay connected with people, but be intentional. Send a random text message. Just let people know that you're thinking about them. And that really goes a long way. The next episode that I would love to bring up to you is episode three. And that one is called Specialize in Becoming You. This is something that I feel is so important, especially because we live in a world where we are constantly seeing other people's lives, or we should say glimpses of their lives, play out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram. And it's really easy to fall into the trap of feeling that we need to be a certain way, look a certain way, have a certain image, have a certain amount of money. And, you know, we have a certain idea of what success is and what wealth is and what happiness is. And in all areas of life, you know, whether it's monetary, whether it's, you know, family, whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're into, you can find it on the internet and you are going to have these ideas of what you quote unquote should be doing or where you should be. And a lot of times we base our identity on these things that we see and these things that we are witnessing on social media, on television and places like that are not necessarily real. They're fabricated, they're calculated. And again, we have these ideas about where we should be and we question ourselves especially when it comes to big things or big moments. And I gave the example in the podcast uh, that for me, I really have examined myself and really criticized myself during times in my life that were a little bit bigger, like graduating high school, graduating college. When I almost got married, I would really compare myself and be like, oh my gosh, this person's doing that. Um, I should be doing this. And this is what, you know, I should be doing with my life. And I really felt that I should have certain traits and qualities that I didn't necessarily have. Of course, we have certain traits and qualities that are genetic, that we can't change. And yeah, that's part of our identity. You know, we have different shapes and sizes, eye colors, ethnicities, all of these things that are part of who we are. And obviously, those are things that some will, some you can't alter, but for the most part, you can't. I'm 5'2 and a little bit more than 5'2". I'm not going to be able to make myself six feet tall. It's, you know, impossible. I can't change that. And that's part of my identity that I identify with being a short person. And I'm fine with that. But, you know, there are other things that we might identify with. Like, again, I give this example in the podcast. I identify as an esthetician, as a college graduate, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. I identify as all of these things. And those are great things. But also... Uh, we don't have to necessarily stick to these labels that we give ourselves. I mean, being a good friend, yeah, it definitely means communicating well, being open and honest and vulnerable, all of those things. But, you know, being a good friend for one person might be giving really good advice because, you know, that's that's what you're known for, right? And for another person, being a good friend might just be being a good listener and that's what people like. I mean, being a good friend or being a good anything is going to look a little bit different for everybody. But what I really want for you guys to take from this episode 
is that you can change your identity as far as, you know, what you think you should be. I'll use myself as an, as an example. I'm an esthetician, right? If I don't want to be an esthetician anymore, if that's not what I, I want my identity to be, then I can change that. We are malleable. We can learn new things. We can do hard things. We can change who we are. If my identity is that I am a cold-hearted, mean person, I don't have to remain that way. I have the power to change. I have the power to make choices. I can choose who I want to be. We are not assigned a specific life. We are not assigned a specific identity. We get to choose who we are. And again, yes, there are things that we can't change. And those are things that I believe we should love about ourselves and accept about ourselves. But if you don't like where you are in your life, if you don't like your identity in this given moment, you can choose right now to change. And another thing too that goes along with this is a lot of times people identify so much with their past and maybe, you know, mistakes that they've made and they have victimized themselves in some way or think, hey, like I am a loser because I did this or, you know, I can never get to point Z because I'm over here at point A. And that's just not true. I mean, yes, there are going to be difficulties in life, but you can learn from your past. You can grow from your, from your past and be in a different place where you are now. That really is a choice. But you have to make the conscious effort. You have to put in the work. And the way you do that is by challenging your inner voice. Like that inner voice that says, I'm a loser. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too whatever. Like you have to challenge that. You have to look at it in the face and say, no, that's not true. I don't have to be that. And another important thing to do to change your identity is to be your own best friend. Okay, you have to treat yourself like you would a friend. If a friend was speaking to themselves and speaking about themselves in such a negative way, you would say, no, that is not true. You would tell them, you know what, maybe that's how you feel, but that's not who you are. And you can do this. You can change. You could pursue that one thing or whatever. You have to speak yourself like you would to a really good friend. And you have to surround yourself with the right people as well. If you want to be in a certain field, for example, you should surround yourself with people that are in that field of work. So you can learn from them. So you can grow from them. It doesn't make any sense to be around people that are on the opposite end of that, right? You should surround yourself with the right people and also surround yourself with encouraging people, people that are loving and supportive, people that want to see you win. That's super important. And you have to also take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your actions and change what you need to change. You have to be okay with being uncomfortable, with the challenges, with the obstacles that are going to come your way when you are trying to change your identity because there are going to be some people that don't like it. There are going to be some people that aren't supportive and that's normal. People don't necessarily like change, but the people that want to see you succeed are going to stick by you. Keep on seeking meaning in what you're doing because if you want to change who you are and become a certain way, it should be for the right reasons. So ask yourself, what is my motive? Why do I want to change? What's going to happen when I do this? And what am I seeking? How is it going to impact me? How is it going to impact others? Make sure that you are doing things for the right reason and really identify that and pinpoint that and let that be your why because that's also very important. But most importantly, realize that you have the power to change who you are and you are never stuck where you are. I will talk some more about some previous episodes in season four when we come back from break. Hey everybody, 
this is Panchito and Mike, and you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. In episode 5 titled, Actively Pursue Presence, I really get into some strategy about how to be in the present moment. And that is so incredibly important right now. And I believe it's always been important and will continue to be important, but especially right now, again, with the world we live in, with social media, we are constantly distracted. We have so much to stimulate our eyes and ears and our brains. And it's so easy to just not be in the present moment. And I find myself doing it all the time. I see other people doing it all the time. And it's really important to be in the present moment. It's important to give yourself the opportunity to really experience what's in front of you and to also experience other people and for them to experience you. I've seen it so many times and I've done it myself. I'm guilty of it too where I'm talking to somebody and they're clearly not paying attention to me because they're on their phone or they might not even be on their phone. But I can just tell and I can feel that they're not engaged in what I'm saying. I'm guilty of doing this as well. And it's not something that I feel good about and it's not something that I should do or that any of us should do. And just like with many things in life, even though I'm on the no plan plan and kind of live my life kind of not with a super concrete plan with how I want to get where I want to get. With certain things, I do like strategy and I do like having steps that I can use to bring myself back in during moments that I'm distracted. And during this episode, I spoke about Jay Shetty, who when he was young, he was kind of a rebel, dabbled in a lot of things that he shouldn't have, then wanted to become an entrepreneur and be rich, and then ended up going and seeing a monk speak and became very just kind of fascinated by the whole thing and ended up becoming a monk. And after his time doing that, he decided he wanted to share his knowledge with the world. And that's what he's doing. And one of the things that he uh, speaks about, and I actually did this little three-day workshop sort of thing uh, that was online. It was virtual because it was during all this pandemic stuff. But um, he spoke about presence and how we have so many distractions and how our mind is constantly occupied by other things and other people. And... You know, he talked about how we a lot of times do that because we are distracted by maybe the past, something that we regret, something that we can't change, or sometimes it could even be just reminiscing so much on the past, romanticizing the past so much that we don't enjoy the present moment. Or a lot of times we are anticipating the future and thinking about what we need to do, where we should be, or thinking we're going to be happy when, and thinking so much about the future that, again, we're not enjoying the present moment or even fully living in it. And it's sad. And that's not something that we should do because we should be present. We have a lot of power in the present, right? If we want a certain future, we have to act in the present. That's not going to happen if we're focused on one or the other instead of what's in front of us. So one of the things that I speak about in episode five is actually something that Jay Shetty brought up and also something that I have experienced myself and used myself in therapy and counseling and a lot of professionals use this. And it's really a tool to get you more grounded and into the present moment. And I want to go over this with you again because I think it's a tool that's just so important and so wonderful and so useful. 
It takes some practice, but it's something that you can do without speaking it out loud. You can do it in a few seconds when you are alone or not even alone. You can do it in your mind when you're in a crowded place and you want to maybe bring yourself back in. But this is called the 54321 method. And what you do is you observe five things that you can see. So right now, I'm sitting here recording this podcast. And what can I see? I could see the microphone in front of me. I could see the window across the room. I could see the fan oscillating. I can see my purse across the room. And I can see a desk that has a computer on it. So it's bringing me in. Um, then four things that you can touch. I can touch the piece of paper that's in front of me. I can touch my phone, which is right in front of me as well. I can touch the blanket that I have next to me. I can touch the pillow that's next to me. Next, you identify three things that you can hear. So if I'm silent, I can hear the air conditioning blowing. I can hear some cars on the street outside of where I am. And I could hear my own breath in the playback from me recording this podcast. And then two things I can smell. I can smell my perfume that I'm wearing. And I can smell the scent of this room. And then the last thing is one thing that I can taste. And I had a mint before recording this, so I can still taste that a little bit. So when you do this, it really brings you back in. It brings you into your body. It really grounds you. And it's something that you can do that is very useful when you're really distracted or even when you're having anxiety. That's a, I actually learned this during a time in my life that I was having a lot of anxiety and I needed to learn how to ground myself because I would panic about all kinds of things, mostly future things. So that's something that I really wanted to remind you guys to do when you need to become more present because again, right now we live in a time where there's just so much stimuli. It's easy to get taken out of the present moment. So please use this. It's really, really great. And I think it's actually something that you will enjoy. And a few more things I want to share with you with this whole thing about, you know, being present and getting back to the present when you're not. A couple of other strategies that I want to share with you guys or remind you guys about are to take some time to disconnect. Sometimes you really do need to step away from the technology. Sometimes you need to take a break. Put the phone down for for dinner with your family. Put the phone down and put it away. Put it in your purse. Put it in your pocket. And don't pick it up. Put it on silent just for the duration of a 40-minute dinner or while you're having a glass of wine with your significant other or your friend or whoever it is that you're hanging out with. And also, apart from having to disconnect or needing to disconnect from technology sometimes, sometimes you need to disconnect from people. Maybe not so much right now because we're spending a lot more time alone. I know I am. But if you are constantly around people, sometimes you don't have time to think about yourself and go within and really feel and be present and really experience now. So sometimes you do need to disconnect from people, especially when you're just constantly, you know, communicating. And yes, communication is great and we need to stay connected with people. But sometimes you do need to disconnect from them as well. It's all about finding that balance. And a couple of other things that are useful are to make some rules. I know that sometimes people don't like rules, but this is incredibly useful, especially if you have a family and you have kids and maybe you have kids that are constantly like on their tablets or on their phones or what have you. Maybe make a rule that, you know, on a Saturday night, game night, no phones. 
or, you know, family dinner, no technology. And people might not like it at first, but it really does give you the opportunity to be in the moment and not just be documenting things or be texting with other people that aren't even there with you, that it takes you out of the experience with your loved ones. Sometimes you do need to do these rules, I think, especially when people are truly addicted with their phones. And again, people might not like it, but I think it's really useful. And another way to get connected and to be present is to get creative. I just mentioned game night. Do a game night. That really, really brings you into the moment because you have to engage. Um, There are some really fun games out there. You know, even just something like, you know, Pictionary or Charades or things like that. It's fun. It, it, It keeps you connected. And really, you have to be engaged. You're watching each other and you're in the moment. So get creative. Do some things like that. And it's really, really useful for you and your loved ones. Really, there are so many episodes in this season that I really feel had some really great things to think about and things that can improve your life. But these especially were ones that were particularly important for me and I really feel that you can get a lot out of. I really do believe, like in episode one, I do believe it's so important to foster our relationships and stay connected with people and to really, really show love and to really show gratitude. Those things really are what keep life moving. You know, the relationships that we have and the love that we have for each other really are what make the world go around. So that's really important for me and I wanted to remind you of that. Episode three was very special for me as well because I think it's so important to identify who you are and to really put the effort toward becoming who you want to be. I know for me, it's been such a long road to really identify who I want to be and to make peace with certain things about myself. And it's something that I really want for you. I really want for you to make peace with things about you that make you you. But also know that you have the power to change things and to grow and to improve and to be the best person that you want to be. You have it in you to do whatever it is that you want to do. And I wanted to remind you of that. And in episode five, I just wanted to remind you to stay present. Be with the people who you love in the now. Don't stress too much about the past that you can't change. And don't stress too much about the future that you are probably getting anxious about for no reason. So just stay in the present moment, enjoy your life, because we only are here for so long, and it is important that we make the best of it and live our best lives. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I really hope that you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Today's final quote comes to you from Frida Kahlo, who's one of my favorites, and she says, We can endure much more than we think we can. 
I really hope that you take this quote to heart, and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Flying Blind Podcast. Until next time, stay blessed and be positive. <laughs>